Welcome to the Real Los Angeles Podcast. I am your host, Nella Raider, and that is N-E-L-A, Northeast Los Angeles Raider. Follow me at on Instagram at N-E-L-A Raider underscore 13 at Instagram. So... First things first, how's everyone doing? Hope everyone's having a great weekend so far. Hope everyone's having a great Friday. Uh, Let's see here. I usually go Raiders, Dodgers, Lakers, then Kings in that order. But today's no real particular order other than the fact that I am going to do Lakers first. Since there was a lot of breaking news in the past few days. Since the last podcast, and I'm just going to get right into it. So it's going to be Lakers, Raiders, then Dodgers, and of course the Kings aren't in the NHL playoffs. So let's get started right here. Today is April the 12th on a Friday in the year 2019. Not that you guys don't know that already, but anyhow, let's get into it. The Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers. A lot of big news came out the past couple of days, as you all know, or most of you should know if you're a Lakers fan out here in the greater Los Angeles area. Magic Johnson is no longer president of basketball operations for your Los Angeles Lakers. Now, A lot of people have their hot takes, you know, sports analysts, whatever uh, media you may be following or listen to, whether it be an Instagram post, the Los Angeles Lakers themselves. Everyone has a hot take right now about Magic and a lot of people are trashing this legend for... His rather abrupt, sudden end with the franchise he won five championships with. As we all know, Magic is pretty much the face of LA as far as sports comes. Uh, Magic Johnson owns part of your Los Angeles Dodgers. And... If you're a basketball fan at all, you should know already who Magic Johnson is. Magic is uh, one of the Laker greats, arguably of all time, if not the greatest. Depends on who you talk to. It's definitely Magic Johnson, Kareem. A lot of the younger guys like myself will say Kobe's up there. We could go on and on about the greats of the Los Angeles Lakers. But I digress. The story is that Magic has left the Lakers franchise as far as him being employed by them. He is no longer president of basketball operations for the team. Now, as many of you know, 
Magic Johnson has had history of bringing in stars to the greater Los Angeles area. You can argue that he was pushing for the Rams and maybe the Chargers or just the NFL in general to come back to Los Angeles. As far as sports come in LA, he might as well be the president of LA sports. Los Angeles is a basketball town, as you all may know, predominantly because the Lakers have so many championships. Yes, this is a proud Dodger town. Yes, I can argue and say it's being quite the uh, hockey town since uh, the Los, your Los Angeles Kings have won two Stanley Cups. But with that said, predominantly, I want to say it's a basketball town. Always has been, always will be. Whether you're a Clipper fan or a Laker fan. But more so the Lakers because of the rich history and the championships that followed. The, Lo the Los Angeles Clippers, and it might be your Los Angeles Clippers, if you're a Clipper fan. Um, You know, they... They don't have the rich history that we do. With that being said, though, Magic has his ways of bringing stars into the city. He did so with the Dodgers. Being part ownership. Obviously, MLB might have different rules in the NBA. And he's able to talk about players and try to bring them in. Bring them into the organization and bring them into the city. Whereas in the NBA, at least, there's this thing called tampering. And tampering with players, he could be in a press conference after a game. They'll ask him about Steph Curry. He could say Steph Curry's a great player. He will get fined. Being employed by a franchise is much different than him being Magic Johnson unemployed by the franchise talking great about players and trying to bring them reel them in to the Lakers to be quite honest with you I'm surprised uh, the Paul George thing didn't get escalated a little bit more because he to my knowledge if I my if my memory serves me correctly uh, I don't think he got any sort of fines for tampering with Paul George. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Nevertheless, Magic Johnson is big name in the city. He's a big name in the Lakers franchise. Everyone was super excited last, last year when he became... Sorry, excuse me. Two years ago. Two year, two years ago, he was he was head of basketball operations. Got Lonzo. He picked Lonzo. And then the next year, the following season, which was last last year, this past year, two thousand eighteen, he brought in LeBron. They had dinner. Over the course of the uh, NBA offseason, 
and he got LeBron to come. Now, when he got LeBron to sign, I think it, I believe it's a three, four year contract with the Lakers. It was easily one of the biggest moves in franchise history. Major hype around LeBron James coming to the City of Angels, coming to the Lakers franchise, and building and starting a new chapter here in Los Angeles. With that said, as we as you mo- may know, especially if you live in the city, there was a lot of animosity towards the Lakers for I could say acquiring LeBron James. There was quite a few Majority were Kobe fans, strictly Kobe fans that felt betrayed and thought that he didn't belong with the Lakers franchise. And let's be quite honest right now. uh, He's been the eight or nine straight conference finals. And this is his first time missing the postseason entirely. No playoffs for LeBron James in eight or nine years. Probably isn't a good thing. I hear a lot of uh, optimistic fans out there that are like, let's give him the rest he deserves and we'll hope for better next season. Now, I believe that this offseason is going to be crucial, but I'll get into LeBron and the offseason shortly after. I want to get a little bit more into detail with Magic leaving the Lakers. Magic leaving the Lakers was a big deal because the season wasn't even over yet. He didn't inform his employer and, quite frankly, who he refers to as his sister, Janie Buss. Doctor of the late, great, daughter of the late, great Dr. Buss. And current majority owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. He did not inform his employer. She found out the way everyone else found out. And he held a press conference. Magic was tearing up saying that he didn't have fun and he wants to go back to being Magic. Now, this is where a lot of sports analysts and a lot of sports fans kind of shamed Magic Johnson and said it was very unprofessional, very distasteful, how he just kind of picked up his bags and said, I'm out, deuces. Hope you guys have a nice next couple years, next couple seasons with LeBron. I got you, LeBron. Say ya. That's the overall statement. That he kind of left us with. Because. I'm not here. I don't don't have a quote in front of me. But I believe it was somewhere along the lines of. I got LeBron. And this this team is a star. Or a couple role players away. From entering a Western Western Conference Finals. Now that's a huge statement. The only team that we can honestly say 
even with the stats and where everyone is seated at, the only true team that I can say will most likely be in the Western Conference Finals this year are the Golden State Warriors. Quite frankly, this is their last year in Oakland. They will be moving to San Francisco, and it would not surprise me if they try to get the city of Oakland one last ring, one last championship before they go across the bay to San Francisco. With that said, the LA Lakers, on the other hand, had all this hype built up. We got Magic. Magic is uh, president of basketball operations. We went out of our way. Boom. We got, uh, you know, Kuzma. We got Lonzo Ball. Zubat. And, you know, we already had Brandon Ingram. Powering off. And it just really, really seems unfortunate because we were creating this culture of new guys. We we're building a farm system where it's just all these this new brand new talent that we need to see what the potential is. You know, sky's the limit for these guys. They're still young. We don't know who we're trading and who we're trading them trading them to. We kind of pursued LeBron went after him and he fell in our laps and we winded up having one of the greatest, frankly, one of the greatest basketball players of all time to join and wear legendary purple and gold uniform. Now, there was also talks about how we need to see how you know, he meshes with this young this young core. All we're missing is another star. There was talks of Kawhi Leonard coming. Crazy talks, in my opinion, about Kevin Durant maybe coming next season. And even sometime in the middle of this season, Anthony Davis. Now, mind you, a lot of this hype is rolling on and as the hype is getting built up the Lakers are doing pretty good. I think we crawled up all the way through to a fifth and then winded up as a fourth seed in the conference and then the injury bug happened. We went through a lot of injuries this season. The Lakers had potential this season and we just kind of fell apart at the end. Now, did we necessarily have a team that could go all the way to the Western Conference Finals? And maybe the Finals? Uh, we could all speculate, but I, I would have to say my educated guess would be probably not. But I can almost guarantee that we probably would have been in the playoffs this season had it not be had it not been for injuries tons and tons of injuries and let's be honest some of the lack lackluster performances and the losses that we did acquire this season 
played a huge part in trade talks and how Magic was going to get rid of said player and this player and that player, whether it be off the, off the court, on the court. There was a lot of talks of a lot of the young core that was trying to ball out or at least, you know, give us a decent season. And there was a lot of trade talks. And I remember in particular, there was one trade talk about uh, Brandon Ingram. And Ingram was shooting free throw. And I forgot what city it was and what game it was. But the crowd was chanting back and saying, I think the chant was, LeBron's going to trade you. LeBron's going to trade you. That had to have. That has to have uh, played a part. I'm sorry. You know, LeBron, wherever he's at, is going to have a say in the franchise. And even more so now that Magic Johnson has left the building, so to speak. Even more so now. This is LeBron's franchise for at least the next three years. Or if he happens to leave. But for the most part, it's his ship now. And just like that one movie that came out not too long ago. He's the captain now. <laughs> LeBron's the captain now. But as far as uh, Magic Johnson not informing Janie Buss, Rob Palinka. He pretty much at least came out to the Laker fans and said, at least he held a press conference, huh? He just didn't do it all on Twitter or Instagram. But he held a press conference and he explained why he was leaving. And best wishes to, to Magic. I know he's going to do great for the Dodgers. He's He has been since he's took, taken over. Maybe it was a little too much. Maybe... He bit off more than he could chew trying to uh, steer the, the, the Lakers in the right direction. We don't know. Only time will tell if LeBron brings us a championship with the next two, three years. Maybe Magic was on to something. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, as I like to say. And with that said, we do not know the entire story yet. All we know is that he left and he said that it was out of joy. He did not have any more joy in this. I mean, a lot of sportscasters and people that know Magic have expressed how, how much of a delight he is in person. How much he lights up a room. How much you want to be around that guy. How much, how much people love him. How much the city of LA loves him. And rightfully so. He's a great guy. A great leader. And a legend. In his own right. But at the end of the day. If he says that. He was just not enjoying himself. This, is, this wasn't the job for him. Maybe he shouldn't have taken up the job at all. But. It's magic, you know, it's magic. 
he he took up he took up the job as a as a favor to the bus family and you know it is what it is so to speak but best best wishes to him and i hope he he finds happiness going back to just being plain old magic and not having to worry about the future of the franchise being in his hands at least for the next couple of years and he's just being able to recruit guys the way he's always recruited them not being employed not getting fined and saying hey come on come to the city of angels we'll take care of you come to the lakers come to the lakers in specific <laughs> sorry clipper fans but come to the city of angels and come to the lakers franchise come be a part of history and i'm not ready to give up on the lakers and their there's it's a tough season tough loss for us to uh let magic go but magic requested it and best of luck and best of wishes to him now on to another breakup so to speak we all saw this one coming luke walton head coach of the los angeles lakers also today i believe it was today he parted ways it was a mutual parted ways between him and the franchise and we do not we no longer have Luke Walton as the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. This one I saw coming from a mile away. Luke wasn't a bad coach, so to so to speak. It's just LeBron's the star and even more so now with Magic being gone. We need a head coach that LeBron's going to respect entirely. Plain and simple, black and white, it's just going to have to be a uh, a coach that tells LeBron, you do your job, I'm going to do mine. And we'll go from there. And I think if we find someone strong-headed enough... Uh, I, I don't know who the next head coach will be, but best of luck to Luke Walton and uh, thank you for trying to bring things in the into the right way with the Lakers. Now, LeBron. LeBron James was getting shamed also this weekend for not necessarily being there for the last hour, so to speak, the last go around for the Lakers. And he was at uh, Dwayne Wade's last game. I personally don't find anything wrong with it. He could be wherever he wants to be. The, the season was over anyways. There's nothing that LeBron could necessarily do to cheer up the fans to say... Anything at a press conference on the last game that will make any dif difference. LeBron's a champion. LeBron, I wouldn't say necessarily deserves his time off. But let's let the guy have a season off to get his head right. Get back healthy. And get back in the game. The guy's been an 8-9 straight conference finals, man. I mean, I mean... 
actually eight straight, nine straight uh, finals. It's just that's that's crazy, crazy numbers, crazy crazy numbers, guys. And uh, that's a crazy stat right there. And um, at the end of the day, let's just uh, hope for the best for with LeBron and the Lakers going forward. It's his team now. It's his franchise. We're just going to have to see what happens with the Los Angeles Lakers from here. But anyways, that's pretty much all I got for the Lakers. The... Uh, the Clippers, on the other hand, they're going to be in the in the playoffs this season, this postseason, and their first their first uh, series will be against the Golden State Warriors. Anyways, I digress to Raider football. Now, as I went if. As I went over in the past couple of podcasts that I've had, the Raiders have the 4th, 24th, and 27th pick of the drafts. I believe those are the draft numbers. Uh, I'm going to try to get those credentials down to a T the next time I come on this podcast. I haven't written, wrote them down. But the Raiders do draft number 4 overall. With their first pick in the draft. Now Mike Mayock came out in an interview. Earlier today. And they asked him about. Working out. You know. A lot of these top. Uh, a lot of these. A lot, a lot of the new talent that's coming off of the draft. And visiting the Raiders. And doing workouts. One in particular is still Kyler Murray. He's still being talked about. And earlier, I want to say about a week or two ago, more than likely a week ago, uh, someone asked him in a press conference if Dave, Derek Carr, excuse me, I almost said David Carr. Wow. Now I know what, uh, now I know what uh, sports analysts go through when they almost said David Wow, that almost legit happened to me. Wow, I feel like such a fake fair weather fan. Derek Carr, excuse me. How dare I get that wrong? Derek. <laughs> if uh, Derek was their their franchise quarterback, if that's their guy, as you all know, DC four, DC four is my guy. He's my choice at quarterback. He's a lot of Raider Nations. Choice at quarterback. I want to say more than 75. Close to 80 to 90%. And there's always that 5 to 10% that are ridiculous. And I mean this in no disrespect. Because we're all Raider Nation and we're all family. But at the end of the day, you got to be out of your mind to want. Derek Carr off of the Raiders and for us to draft a I get where Kyler Murray has aspects to him he has great uh, great college footage he's uh, he has a great arm he's he's mobile but I'm going to be honest with you guys I'm going to be quite honest with you guys I like 
my quarterbacks like Rich Gannon and even Peyton Manning before the Broncos, obviously, when he was with the Colts. But I like my quarterbacks with that kind of background in the pocket. Gets outside of the pocket when he needs to or when he needs to make a play. But for the most part, is not a running quarterback and he stays in the pocket and has a, a, a gunslinging arm. I like my gunslingers, man. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, of course I put Derek. Derek is definitely up there. Uh, maybe I'm a little nostalgic with the Derek Carr of 2016 and even 2015. But I believe wholeheartedly in Derek and all that DC4 has to bring to the table. Now, I do not believe we're going to go after Kyler Murray. He might not even be there by the first pick. He might not, I mean, he might not even be there by the second pick. Because I believe that Arizona will pick him up. Arizona has to be uh, the team that picks him up. There was just too much talks about Josh Rosen being traded. There's a lot of blood, bad blood already. And it seems like Josh Rosen is on his... Did I say Josh Allen or Josh Rosen? I meant Josh Rosen. Josh, the chosen Rosen of UCLA. Uh, it seems like he is on his way out of the Cardinals. And he will be going elsewhere. Where to? I do not know. Is in New York? We'll find out in the coming days. Being the draft is on the 25th. With that being said... Uh, there was there was talks about how Mike Mayock was asked, "Is Derek Carr your franchise quarterback?" About a week or two, Mike Mayock responded saying, "He's our franchise quarterback. He's our guy. We're rolling with him." Not in those words, but pretty much that's what he said. Now. Today in the press conference, he said Derek Carr is our franchise quarterback. He's our guy. And at the end, he said, but if there's a quarterback to be taken when we're up, and he says, and he's younger, he's faster, essentially he's better, we're going to have to do what's right for the organization. Again, I digress. I'm going to say it again and again and again. Derek Carr is our guy. It's a ridiculous move. If we, if we get some young cat that is really, really mobile with at quarterback, and, and it's just if he's a running back slash quarterback, I don't want him. Let's just be honest. You know, he could be young. He could have all these great qualities, even the arm talent. Let's be honest, guys. He's a running quarterback. He looks shorter than, and I mean this no disrespect to Kyler Murray, but he has to be shorter than Russell Wilson. <laughs> Let's just be honest, guys. He's really short. He's a really short guy, really small. He's fast. He's mobile, but this is the NFL. These are grown men that he's going to get tackled by. You do, 
Can you guys imagine Joey Bosa slamming into the body of Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray goes down and we don't have Derek? Who's our backup quarterbacks? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got some some interesting guys recently that we acquired. Uh, for whatever reason, I can't remember their names. That's how important they are. Uh, at backup. <laughs> Let's be honest, guys. We need solid veteran backup leadership in that department. I understand that not everyone's happy about Derek Carr being the quarterback. But I understand that majority of us, majority always rules. Raider Nation loves Derek Carr and he's our guy. And he should be the quarterback of the next couple of years. If if it if it was my way, until he retires. But we'll that is yet to be seen. We'll see what happens with that, and we'll see what happens with the draft. Hopefully, I also saw a scenario where, uh, potentially the Raiders can trade all their all three top draft picks. For the number one, move up to number one and get Nick Bosa. If that were to happen, guys, I'd be ecstatic. I would be in pure joy, bliss, if we got Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa's brother, and we got another position that we need to fill up, build. We need a all. We need an elite pass rusher. Is Nick Bosa elite? His brother sure is, and it looks like you know from the college footage that you know Nick just might be that next guy too. So with that said, guys, uh, as far as uh, the Raiders come, let's hope they draft well. Even if it is Kyler Murray, the second he becomes a Raider, we got to give him a chance. But uh, for the most part. Now that I have a choice, or we, if we all had a choice, I'm pretty sure Derek Carr would still be our quarterback and we would go for someone else other than a quarterback, especially with our first pick of the first round, which is number four. Hopefully, Nick Bosa falls and we don't have to trade up. And that would be a wrap for me. I would be happy. Chances are he's probably not going to be there and we'll see what happens. Now, before I let I leave you guys on Las Vegas, I mean, before I leave you guys on the Raiders, uh, I will be in Las Vegas tomorrow morning. So I will be on vacation. I will probably, more than likely, I will come back from vacation and do another podcast episode from there. And I will let you guys know what I see as far as the updates. I'll try to get info when I'm out there in Las Vegas about the current status and where they are with the stadium and how far along they are, what's to be expected. I'll be all around town asking pretty much the locals and I might even put up some pictures on my Instagram as far as uh, stadium pictures. I will definitely have to take pictures. It's probably enormous and it probably looks like halfway complete by now anyways i digress to 
the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodger fans, how are we feeling today? How are we feeling right now that the uh, the game's still going on between the Lakers? I mean, between sorry, between the Dodgers and the Brewers, the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Dodgers, I believe, are currently. Dodgers are currently losing by by one point, bottom of the sixth. Let's go, Dodgers. But how do you guys feel about your Los Angeles Dodgers losing to the Cardinals in such brutal fashion? As we all know, us in St. Louis have a thick history, not only in baseball, but in football as well. And I'm pretty sure that St. Louis, Missouri is just chopping at the bit. Just loving every second that they beat the Lakers or the Kings. I mean, excuse me, the Dodgers or the Kings. Any chance they get because St. Louis does not have a basketball team. Anyhow, uh The Dodgers losing to the, the St. Louis Cardinals. Brutal fashion. Was really, really tough. I think they shut us out in one of those games. And completely left us black and blue. They bruised us. They they did damage on us. And they always do. It's partially why I hate them. So, But uh, anyhow, I believe that the Dodgers are still... At the top of the NL West. And for the most part. It looks like we're still on the road. To where we need to be. But it's just simple. Uh, simple metrics here. It's the uh, it's the beginning of the. Beginning of the season. We're in uh, mid. Mid April. We still got a lot, and I mean a lot of baseball dates to go through. With that said, Dodgers, let's just keep on smashing. As long as we win in our division, we'll, we will be great. We need to keep smashing the Giants, Rockies, Diamondbacks, Padres, and we'll be okay. For the most part, it looks like we'll have all those teams' numbers. For some odd reason, San, San Diego's up there. I have no kind of clue why they're right next to us. Other than maybe Machado. I don't know. But uh, this is in San Diego Sports Radio. This is uh, your home of LA Sports. And let's go Dodgers. Let's keep, uh, let's keep going. Go Blue. Uh, Kings, there's nothing on the Kings so far, no news. Uh, I believe just as far as the NHL playoffs come, there is just, uh, right now it's Vegas and San Jose, and San Jose is winning the series, I believe. I know a lot of Kings fans out there want neither team to win or move on and progress, but personally... I'll say it again, and I said it a million times already. I hope that the Knights at least knock them down. 
at least knock out the uh, the San Jose Sharks because historically we hate the San Jose Sharks. Vegas is a new team. We have yet to build up any sort of a real rivalry with them yet. And, uh, you know, for the most part, like I said, the Raiders are off to Vegas. And I think that we should, uh, you don't have to root for the, the Knights. But if you're a Raider fan, you know, and you're in the SoCal area. And if you're, especially if you're in the Vegas area, you're going to want them to to root for the Knights as far as them doing good because that's going to create morale, positive morale within the city of Las Vegas. And the Raiders are going to feel obligated to bring titles, championships, division championships, etc. Excellence. We will totally be committed to excellence in Las Vegas if the other sports team is doing great. With that said... I have no other real sports news. And uh, till next time, guys, I'll see you when I come back from Vegas. From Los Angeles, this is your host, Nella Raider. And I hope all of you have an awesome weekend. Peace out.